0: Discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management LLC, a Pennsylvania state registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings at Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now,
1: on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, woglhd 3 Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause.
2: And a good morning, everyone, and welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show as we come to you on a Saturday morning. Today is Saturday January 26th. It's our third show of 2019 here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. My name is Joe Krause. Glad to be part of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with our host and financial educators, David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam. I thought it would be um, something different to do as we begin 2019. Uh, and come to you here on this Saturday the 26th our third show of 2019 to let you drop in to some of our conversation from our previous two shows of 2019 so over the next hour here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT we'll pick up some conversation from David we'll pick up some conversation from Karen and we'll also uh, eavesdrop in on some previous conversation with Brett Elam uh, from one of our first two programs in 2019. Plus, it will give me an opportunity uh, to update everyone on the upcoming workshops, Tax Efficiency in Retirement. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We begin our broadcast today on this Saturday morning eavesdropping into a conversation as we kicked off the new year, 2019, back on January
3: 12th. I haven't had a chance to talk to Brett and Karen about this, but um, I prepared a little bit of a, a, it it always amazes me what we get to do across the conference room table with people and the impact that we can have. And, um, you know, you referencing that show from last week, I think it's really a good idea in the weeks to come and I would really hope our listening audience continues to tune in because I think our show will get better and better and better. And one of the things I'm actually, we're going to consider is actually devoting a couple of shows, the entire show from start to finish on taking our listening audience through the process of what it's like to sit through an appointment with us. And I think there's so much lesson learned, even if you never end up sitting with us. If you hear kind of the questions, the circumstances, the scenarios that get addressed at the conference room table, I think that will be, uh, I think that'll be very empowering because most people walk into an appointment with us for that second opinion, that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, with an idea in their head of how they wanna do things. And that idea of how they want to execute their retirement has been conditioned through traditional wisdom, conventional wisdom, Uh, what I've heard on the radio, what I've read in the newspaper or magazine, what my financial advisor has talked about. And I saw something last Friday on an appointment that I did, and this was a a wonderful couple. Um, He's 64, she's 63, he's already retired, Uh, she's about to retire. Their biggest concern was could they stay retired? They work with a fidelity advisor, and I personally was just blown away about the, the le- level of low quality advice that had been given to this couple. From no information related to social security, very, very, very minor conversation related to taxes, the stress analysis that was done for this client, um, where the client actually told me they're using a 5% calculation on withdrawal rates mm which is well above what is classified safe, and then a portfolio where this is a client with a very, very low tax base who was advised to have 50 to 60% of their investable dollars in tax-free municipal bonds. So they're already not paying taxes, and then they're investing in something that doesn't have any taxes, which you end up giving up some of the yield, some of the return, because you're doing it in a tax free So I looked at this client who was very committed, convinced, to a degree confident that their future was bright, and that was really based on a very flawed plan. And I think for us, if we dedicated an entire show where we could go through that appointment or that type of an appointment where you can hear what most people think... And then what our response is to fine-tune those retirement plans. I think that'd be a really wonderful thing for our audience. to
2: experience. I, lo- I love it. And I think we should, when we get off the air and we have our next planning session, I think we should figure out when we're going to do that and start to promote that. I love that. Let me quickly uh, bring Brett Elam in, uh, who's still, I'm sure, somewhere up in the, uh, uh, up in, uh, the clouds after last Sunday's win. But when you get down to the nuts and bolts of what you do, uh, more workshops, more Information um, and a great week this past week uh, on your tax efficiency in retirement workshops.
4: Yeah, and I'm also going to today uh, be going through a uh, another example, just like David, of someone that we had met here um, recently, and, and just starting to put some of these puzzle pieces together that we've spoken about in recent weeks. And you know, Krause with what you just started with, and what David had had said, were you talking about? Hey, it's just like retirement it's within within inches how awesome would it be if you're the head coach of the Eagles and you get to play Monday morning quarterback? And that's how we get to describe what we do, is we can see things that are going to happen, that you can continue to play that game. But what if we can do well enough up front that we can go into the last couple weeks of the season and be on a bye week? if you will. Rest all the starters because we've already done what we've had to do and we don't need to take all those risks anymore. So I'm going to chat about that um, a little bit um, throughout today's
2: show. All right, good stuff. Welcome back in to Brett Elam. And finally, uh, last but not least, uh, the quarterback uh, from over the weekend last weekend, uh, Karen Bazaar is here. Karen, what's on your agenda for uh, your segment today? Just
5: going to chat real quick about women. I'm going to focus on women today.
2: All right, good stuff. Good place to be and certainly uh, a good focus. As we go, to our first commercial break here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We'll get to our first commercial break back here in a moment on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good day, everyone. This is Krause, co-host of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, which as you know, airs every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. The Thrive Army continues to grow and the mission of educating you about retirement has never been more important. Please join us for one of our complimentary workshops coming to a library or township building near you. Go to Thrive Financial Services.com.
0: Sign up for the next free workshops Tuesday, January 29th at the East Coventry Township Building, Pottstown, and Wednesday, January 30th at the Horsham Township Library.
2: And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. This is Joe Krause sitting in here on a Saturday morning uh, and bringing you some uh, information for all of our listeners and all members of the Thrive Army who continue uh, to be part of Roadmap uh, to Retirement as we end the month of January here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and we look in uh, to February, 28 days. Uh, In the month of February, 31 days in March and then 15 days until we get to Monday, April 15th, which is tax day, all of the workshops and all of the upcoming workshops uh, that we're going to talk about are all part of tax efficiency in Retirement. As we roll into our second segment of the show on this Saturday morning, we eavesdrop back into a conversation with Brett Elam from the 19th last Saturday. Uh, Brett's conversation about being bulletproof.
4: I'd actually sat with a client um, this past week um, who I will label as bulletproof. Things are good. Market goes up. Things are great. Market goes down. Life really doesn't change too much. And they came to a taxes and retirement workshop and we're excited about this week coming up because we got a brand new location that we're going to up by the East Coventry uh, Township building. Uh, up near the Oaks outlets is where we're going to so base a whole new area um, for us. So uh, again, just spreading out our geography, just spreading the word from that education and advocacy. So excited um, to, to go up uh, that way this, this week for the first time.
2: Yeah. And I'll give our listening audience more details as we roll along here in the hour about it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So we meet people, again, whether they have or whether they have $10 million that are coming out to these educational workshops. And again, knowledge is power and people just trying to learn that much more. So we had met a couple that was... uh that was bulletproof. And we had talked about lots of different things. And, um, typically when people come out and see our workshops, it's not necessarily the first workshop that they have ever seen, but they do appreciate that, uh, they're not coming for a steak dinner and, and we call it bait and switch where somebody says markets, uh, about a topic, but never talks about it. Where again, sometimes people tell us it's a breath of fresh air where actually what you put on your pamphlet was actually the stuff that you actually spoke about. Imagine when that happens. Um, is people coming in for that, that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. And again, when we go through the, the the first appointment of gathering all the inventory, and then when we come back and sit down with somebody, is sometimes, again, no matter what, people are going to be okay. But that doesn't mean there's nothing to do. Because some of the biggest things, especially when people have more and more assets, typically means they're paying more and more taxes. And again, when our uh, workshop that uh, is being filled with now hundreds of people. It's crazy that we're even saying 100 people at a workshop because it's almost like maybe next year we'll be talking about 200 and we're going to different buildings. It's like today's highs or tomorrow's lows um, if you are. But again, we see so many different stories that are out there. And a lot of times we're sharing with people ways to be tax efficient, whether it's at 70 and a half and these required minimum distributions are like, wow, it's like a ticking tax trap that's getting ready to happen that um, the IRS has just been waiting for so we can start paying a lot of taxes again, or maybe it's subject to, Medicare surcharges. Again, all the dominoes that we've spoken about um, over the years, um, I guess, I can say years now. we are now been on the show for, for about a year and a half now, Krause. It's years, and now we're saying plural. Um, it's a good feeling. Here we go. It's good tenure. It's good tenure. It's
2: good tenure. Yeah, and, and listen, in all seriousness, we mentioned the Thrive Army in the beginning where the thrive army started and where the thrive army is now it's just been fascinating and incredible and in, in a really really good and it's way it's
4: paying it forward i was just at a client's house yesterday picking up a check and they had they have some new clients so we got a workshop coming up here at the the tail end of uh january in the horsham and they had sent their friends Hey, you got to go see these guys up in horsham so it's exciting that again that the message is, is making its way out there but again sometimes we're talking about diversification of assets um and when we start talking about people trying to become tax efficient, see. Uh, do things tax efficiently, pardon me, sometimes it's, it's rearranging the way that things have already been done. And there's so many times that we meet people that are, that are self-managed um, as well. And some of the things that we share with people, especially uh, David during the workshop does a great job talking about if you have line items 8A or, or 9A on your tax return, two large of items, is that you may not be doing things as efficient as you possibly could be. And some of the things that sometimes we educate people with, when it is appropriate, is understanding that there's two parts of the IRS code how we can get some of those line items off the uh, off the tax return. Um, one of them being life insurance and the other one being annuities. Um, As part of the IRS code, both of those items, when we're talking about savings money, I'm not talking about IRA money or any of that here, but instead of having my money in a CD or instead of it sitting in like a Wells Fargo savings account, if you will, when I start seeing significant numbers on a tax return, again, lines like 8A, 8B, Um, 9A, 9B, if you will, is what are the other ways out there that we can be creative to get some of those numbers off the tax return to inevitably lead for us to be a little bit more Um, tax efficient. And sometimes when you get to the topic or when we talk about life insurance, Krause, and and when we talk about life insurance, what it becomes for a lot of these people is a way to enhance their legacy. Um, You may have some estate taxes if you're at the real high end of the spectrum, but at least offsetting some of the inheritance taxes that may be coming, but understanding that life insurance can be utilized as an asset. And typically, When we hear the word life insurance, the number one question when we get when people come in as part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is they always want to know what's the premium, what's the premium, what's the premium, because what's associated with the premium with what they're going to pay is the cost that's associated with life insurance. However... Here's a client situation that at the age of 70 and a half, which they're getting ready to turn this next year, Krause, they're gonna have almost $15,000 a month of disposable income that's coming in above and beyond. And again, I don't care if it's 15, or whether it's 4,000, or whether it's $3,000, is they have some disposable income um, that they have just simply going into a savings account every year. And a lot of times what it becomes too, especially when their dividends are coming from a stock portfolio, it's like, I'm buying more stock, I'm buying more stock. Or when I get those dividends, it goes into my a cash bucket. I'm just going to go buy more stock. So when you go to look at their portfolio of six, seven, eight million dollars, four million dollars, it's dominated by stock. So even though it's diversified, it's not all Apple stock. It might be Apple, Google, Amazon, if you will. While it's diversified, it's not necessarily diversified outside of stocks. So what we share with people is actually looking at life insurance sometimes as an asset. And when you think of something as an asset, I ask them, I go, when you're buying those shares of that Google stock that you're buying more and more of, I go, was that a cost for you to buy that share? They said, no, it was an investment. I go, that's exactly right. It was an investment. But now we need to start changing our mindset to thinking about life insurance instead of the cost of buying the life insurance. Not as the cost, but as the investment. Again, if we have that excess cash coming in on an annual basis, It's important that we diversify. And the one thing um, when we do pass as part of the IRS code is whoever our beneficiaries are as part of life insurance, they get that money tax-free. And I can't – that sounds like, "Eh, okay, that's great. No, 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 no. It's tax-free, and that's such a big deal. When we sit down in front of so many people, and we're now probably pushing 20 and 30 new people on a, on a weekly basis now, and I would tell you on average, probably 80 to 85% of people's assets are sitting in 401k IRA plans. And while if, if I were to inherit any money, I'd be thankful, but number two, if I had a choice to inherit money that was taxable versus money that was tax-free, I can tell you all day long, I'm going to take money that I can inherit tax-free. Well, guess what? When we're out there sitting in retirement and life looks good and we're quote unquote bulletproof and you actually have that choice. Do I want to leave my kids, my grandkids, a charity, whoever that case may be, do you want to leave them something that's taxable or do you want to leave them something that's tax free? So to we start sharing life insurance with people. And again, we can get into the specifics where we talk about second to die policies, which is a real legacy enhancement. We could look at life insurance. Um, also as a vehicle for long-term care today. That's a big deal as well. But where it becomes important is, number one, when you're able to qualify for it, again, asking questions, does it make sense for me? And again, it doesn't make sense for everybody. But when you have an an opportunity to possibly enhance your legacy, again, some people come in and say, you know what, Brett, Karen, David, If my last check bounces, that's okay. I don't care what I'm going to leave to the next generation. But again, that's the difference in why we take people through the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Because I could have 10 people that have $5 million, and five of them say the last check and bounce. And the, the other five can say, I want my family to inherit $15 million. How do we get there? So, again, that's why everyone's situation is unique. And what's why we always say we want your plan to be your plan. But it's going through that exercise. And, and an important vehicle that we share, and we share different life insurance illustrations with people, is, is saying, okay, you put in this amount every year to get this death benefit. If you took that same amount and invested it into the stock market, what is that guaranteed rate of return that you're going to have to get? And the, the key word I just said there, Krause, guaranteed rate of return. Now, this stock market does nothing but go up. And I'm being funny because I'm sure my, in my partner's <laughs> um, commentary here on the, on the, the back end of the show, we're going to be talking about the volatility that's going on here in the market. And sometimes that you may be able to do some things just because of where we're at. But when you talk about life insurance, there's no, there is a guarantee in life you're going to die. So we know there's a death benefit. We just don't know when at the end of the day. And when we start understanding and we share with people that there's something called an internal rate of return, when you say, hey, if I take this premium to buy this death benefit over here, here's the internal rate of return, which means I can then go compare it to what I would have to get in the stock market to equal the same thing. But then you need to put the aspect into it. They're going to get that life insurance money that's tax-free. Because the other important part of it is – is understanding it. And one of our clients have been with us for four years now. Unfortunately, I got the news um, that they're fighting cancer. Um, Things are going well so far, but you don't know. You don't know how that Mm -hmm. can turn fast. Again, for our regular listeners, I I shared the battle I went through with my mother about about nine months ago, and it's terrible. And you don't know inevitably where it's going to lead to. And they're doing everything in their power, and they're going to spend every dollar they can just to not figure out what's going to happen when he's not here, but try to figure out how to get him to live forever. Mm -hmm. Is that understanding 70% of people before the age of 65 today experience a cancer, a heart attack, and a stroke, and they survive and they survive. And There's so much life insurance now that you can take advantage. You just don't have to die to be able to take advantage of the, the benefits within a life insurance policy. We talk about living benefits within a life insurance policy. Not only will somebody get a death benefit inevitably when they die, but again, today, 70% of people experiencing cancer, heart attack, or stroke and living, but they're financially devastated when that happens, but when we start sharing different tools with people like life insurance. Um, like some other annuities that are out there, is it's a great way to expand the diversification of the assets that are in your holdings, because we don't know what life can bring tomorrow. We don't know what life can bring tomorrow. It's such a big deal, and my heart goes out when you hear stories like that.
2: 1-800-516-5861 is the number to call if you want to register for one of the two upcoming workshops next week, Tax Efficiency in Retirement. Tuesday, January 29th at 7 p.m., we return to Pottstown at the East Coventry Township Building. And then Wednesday, January 30th, start time also at 7 p.m., The uh, workshop will be at the Horsham Library on Babylon Road in Horsham. Call 1 800 516 5861. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, coming to you on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, the Roadmap. To retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, on behalf of David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam, a shout out to the ever-growing Thrive Army, which continues to grow. If you were listening in on one of our previous two programs, you heard David reference over 100 People came out for the complimentary workshop uh, just last week. Spectacular turnout and a real tribute to David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, and also to the unconditional commitment of educating the listening audience right here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Karen Bazaar, as many of you know from tuning in to the show here on Saturday mornings, has made it a mission, has made it an unconditional commitment on her part to educate women uh, about having a financial plan for retirement. We're going to eavesdrop back into my conversation uh, with Karen uh, on this very subject.
5: Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm
2: well. Nice to uh, see you again. Thank, Thank you so much for uh, being here. Um, you're going to lead the audience. Which way are you going to go today?
5: Little Tilted a little bit, again, towards concerns for women in retirement, but it does affect the whole family, and it also affects men as well. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about how caregiving for sometimes older parents or sometimes even caregiving for a child that you have to take care of can affect your retirement. One of the things that we ask when we meet with somebody for the first time is when you're planning for retirement are you going to stay in the home you're currently in forever or are you planning on moving? The reason we ask that is because uh, if you have a home with many stairs, laundry room in the basement, Going up and down the stairs as you get into the eighties or nineties, it sometimes get difficult. It gets difficult, and I know you kind of went through that with your mother-in-law, who, um, oh,
2: by the way, I didn't 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 want to leave ever right. leave her home uh, in Glenside. But she had. That's exactly how it was. Right. The laundry was downstairs. She went up a big flight of stairs to get up to her bedroom. So she ultimately ended up leaving. But that was a a conversation that went over a long period of time.
5: Right. Um, statistically speaking, that people prefer to have. T- be taken care of in their home. I, w- I understand that then be put into a facility where strangers are taking care of you if it ever comes down to that. But we do ask that question when we sit down with people because that can cost a lot of money, but if you plan for it w- with enough time, then it's something that you can plan for. I know that my uh, I want to be able to do that for um, my mother. She wasn't able to prepare for that. But if that comes down to it, we want to be able to help her and take care of her. My grandmother lived to be almost 100 years old, and she lived in her home with her two daughters, and they were able to afford care to come into the house and help out. But she was always around people that loved her, which is pretty important to people. I believe in nowadays it's important to to us. My husband and I—that would be David, the other gentleman in the work in the show. I was um,
2: supposed to put him on, on you, mute, but yes, I, yes, I didn't yes. That's okay.
5: <laughs> but what happens if you are a caregiver, it can affect your retirement. Um, there's already a significant demand for paid caregivers, and 1.3 million new caregivers are going to be needed to meet the demand by in, by 2024 because the baby boomers are starting to get older. Um, so the problem is if you're staying at home doing the caregiving, then your retirement is going to be affected or your overall finances. Um, Unpaid caregivers, the the majority of family caregivers are women, and half of those women are unemployed. Nearly four in 10 baby boomers between 1946 and 1964, they're the ones right now who who are unpaid caregivers taking care of people at home. Um, this is interesting. Roughly one in three women caregivers reports household income under thirty-five thousand. Seven in ten gave little or no thought to their own financial situation when becoming a caregiver. So that leaves them—if they don't think about themselves now—they're definitely not thinking about themselves in retirement. Um, and interestingly enough, male care- caregivers who have to take care of somebody or parents have a median savings of 130000 while women have a savings of 19000 for retirement. So one in every five-woman caregiver has no retirement savings whatsoever. It's twice as high as men. So why I'm saying that is twofold, to give you some steps maybe to plan prior to that. And number two, to remember, if you're a woman who never worked in the workforce or you had a retire, leave work early to take care of somebody who needed it. Don't forget, you can retire with your spouse's social, half of your spouse's social security benefit. That would be a technical term here, their full retirement age. Whatever benefit they would get at their full retirement age, you are able to get 50% of that if you start at your normal retirement age. Just a little side note on that.
2: One of the important, this isn't the first time that's come up though, one of the important I think one of the important areas that you must know about or you must at least understand we've said so many times on this program to please do not rely on respectfully those that work at the social security office to be able to provide accurate information that is specific and correct for you.
5: Right, and just as a side note, I did have a woman come in. I met with a woman about a week ago or so, and she came in, and she her husband did die. She's living now, still working, trying to save money. She put herself through college to get a better job. She went to the Social Security office, and they said, "Oh, you can't collect now." And the woman who came in was sixty. She was sixty-one years old when she went to the to the Social Security office. So. I don't know what happened there. That's actually incorrect information. Based on a widower's benefit. Based on a widower's benefit, you can start collecting at age 60.
3: And and, and I
2: could see how the perception of somebody at the Social Security office making that statement how it's given immediate credibility and there's a perf- there's one example of that is incorrect right. that that that's not correct
5: right and her husband had when he died he was already collecting social security he was he had cancer and passed away so we're going to revisit that I'm meeting And with Joe, we, you
3: know we've we've kind of um introduced very frequently at our workshops this you know terminology of becoming your own wealth advocate Right? You know, if if you have a health crisis, you obviously want to become your own health advocate, meaning don't always take that first opinion as gospel. Don't always read something one time and think that's gospel. You got to, you know, you got to be your own best person to do the research and make evaluation and, and reach out. It comes the same thing related to wealth, because so often, just like you just said, people are getting the wrong information.
5: So. I'll briefly, there's four steps to keep in mind if you're going to be a caregiver. Number one, think about your own future if you're considering leaving your full time job or switching to a part time job. I'll go into that in more detail if I have time. Access other resources so that you're not solely responsible for, for providing care. Um, quick phone uh, here's a website eldercare.acl.gov. There's local organizations that can help you. Uh, make a plan for managing your money and saving. And give us a call. We can help you out with that and plan for your retirement. That's another the area we help people with. People come in, they've seen their parents go through this. Number one, they want to help them. And number two, they don't want to go through the same thing that their parents went through. And that's very important for financial planning. So take a look at our website, meet Thrive Financial or servicescom Set an appointment with us or just give us a call at 800-516-5861.
2: It is a good example too or a good, um, a good time to mentioned Karen that it's okay to not know it's not okay to not do something about it so at this point if you're listening and this sounds foreign or if this sounds like hey that's me uh, that's okay because now you can now you can be proactive right. now you can have a conversation and still start to understand how to figure it out
5: right because the last thing you want to do like Brett said is put your head in the sand and just not pay attention to it and don't plan for it to happen. It's going to happen.
2: 1-800-516-5861 is the number to call if you want to register for one of the two upcoming workshops next week, Tax Efficiency in Retirement. Tuesday, January 29th at 7 p.m., Uh, We return to Pottstown at the East Coventry Township Building. And then Wednesday, January 30th, start time also at 7 p.m. The uh, workshop will be at the Horsham Library on Babylon Road in Horsham. Call 1-800-516-5861. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, coming to you on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. My name is Joe Kraus, coming to you on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. I'm going to tell you two websites... Uh, to check out whenever you get a free moment. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's thrivefinancialservices.com. You'll find information on that website about the upcoming workshops and lots of different uh, information about the roadmap to retirement. We talk a lot about it on this radio program. And then also a new website that Uh, Picked up a lot of traction and a lot of juice from the Thrive Army in the fourth quarter of 2018 meet Thrive financial Dot com, MeetThriveFinancial.com, and there, if you go to that website, you'll get an opportunity to get up close and personal with David Bazaar, up close and personal with Karen Bazaar, and certainly up close and personal uh, with Brett Elam. You'll learn a lot about who you're listening to every week right here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Our final segment of this Saturday, as we roll uh, to the close and to the top of the hour, uh, we're going to eavesdrop back in on a conversation with David Bazaar uh, back on the 12th of January. And we were coming out of the end of the year and getting ready to kick off 2019. And David um, brought us into the conversation by uh, saying, end the year strong start the year right here's some of that conversation
3: yeah i thought what i would do is maybe a little bit of a continuation with one of the clients that i visit brett talks about his clients all the time and they're always chester county people so i want to i want to represent <laughs> you see lots of people yeah, outside I, of I, I want to represent montgomery and bucks county, all right you know, that's so good okay, i like yeah, it
4: yeah. we got some delco in there too yeah.
3: delco yeah we got jersey jersey yeah florida Nice. Yeah, we got Florida clients now, which I love. My daughter just got accepted to university in Florida. So, uh, two. Open, two of them two in Florida. Of Florida. So, that's going to cause me to have to open up an office in sunny Florida. All right. Good machine. stuff. I support that. That is something <laughs> I do support. So, let me tell you quick. And, and again, like we started the show, I think this will be maybe one of the things that we try to do on an ongoing basis, you know, um, where we could take some time and. Um, Where we take some time and dedicate a whole show uh, to a, I can't call it a live appointment, but kind of what happened live. So let me talk about this couple real quick, Joe. So this was um, somebody who visited us up in the Indian Valley uh, area in uh, Southerton, Perkesee area, and um, had a financial advisor and husband already uh, has gone into retirement Uh, spouse is still working in a part-time business, kind of her hobby business, making a little bit of money. And, um, he just retired from teaching. She's working doing occupational therapy. They're not collecting social security right now. They're living off of their savings and whatever the wife's business is kind of bringing in, and the the income is varying every month, and it's not causing them to feel really good, right? It's just uh, I'm spending down. They got about one point one million dollars in assets, which is a nice nest egg. Um, their expenses are about six thousand dollars a month. So you know, we we at our office we get to visit with people you know 15, 20 times a week. So what's new for the folks coming in is old hat for us. Now, we don't treat it that way. Every person gets 100% of our undivided attention. Um, you know, It's kind of like Groundhog Day in the sense that we wake up and it's a new day, even though it's the same old, and uh, we kind of treat it that situation. Um, so we get to see it, and you get this kind of intuitiveness where we now know what the balance is right, between what somebody's expenses are And how much they have in retirement assets and the variables being do they have a pension? Are they maximizing social security are their expenses low are their expenses high do they still have a mortgage? Do they not have a mortgage those are things that we can quickly assess and Basically make an initial determination in our own minds that this retirement's on track or this retirement's off-track Okay, and as soon as I sat down with these folks, I kind of knew retirement was a little off-track even though That was not their point of view at all. They felt a little nervous about the month to month, and that's why they wanted to turn Social Security on right away. And when I saw it, no pension. You know, one of the only things that's guaranteed income is Social Security. So our strategy is always to first and foremost look for a way. To delay social security as long as possible so that we can build up a higher benefit amount because it's guaranteed income. And we also take into consideration, like Karen was talking, the surviving spouse, which statistically is women. And we want to make sure that their quality of life is sustained at that higher level uh, versus having to adjust and make modifications and all of that. Does that make sense? So... So we're going to. Um, so we're looking at this particular situation, and again, they were ready to take Social Security next year. And how we basically came at one of the first things that we did with this particular client is we assessed their tax situation, and through assessing their tax situation, we saw that they were going to be in a very, very tax-efficient, almost at a zero percent tax bracket through most of their retirement, because remember. When we sit down with people, we actually explain how the marginal tax rates versus the effective tax rates work. If you look at a typical married filing jointly tax bracket form, what we find most people do is they'll find how much income they're bringing in on an annual basis and then go down the chart and wherever that kind of fits in, they'll go across and see what the corresponding tax bracket is and assume that's what they pay in taxes. So that causes a little bit of a problem for a number of reasons. Number one is it causes people to withhold too much money out of their social security checks, too much money out of their required minimum distribution checks. And if they have a pension, maybe too much withholdings for that. Because even though their income bracket, their tax bracket may be 22 or 24%, that doesn't mean that's actually what they're going to pay in taxes. Because how the tax code works is that families get a $24,000 standard deduction, 24-4 now,
4: according to my tax expert who put the fingers up for me. I appreciate that, Brett. Right, two thousand nineteen. We get the increase. Yes. Right, good so, stuff. Right? I got your Can't slip by. Can't yes, slip anything it, by. Right? It's zero. Thought it. I, he thought I wasn't listening. Here's uh, what it
3: is. It, you know, it, it's brains and heart, right? So we, I rely on Brett for the brain. So twenty four thousand four hundred. I do
4: have a heart too, though. Oh, about. completely. Thank
3: you. Um, I love it. Good stuff. And then um, Brett, what's the uh, over age sixty five standard deduction? That did stay the same at thirteen hundred. At uh, thirteen hundred per, per person. person. Yeah. Right. So basically, you know, almost the first. $27,000 of household income is going to be tax-free. And then from zero to about 19000 ish um, that's taxed at 10%. And then from 19000 up to 77000 is around 12% and so on and so forth. My point of all that, Joe, is when you blend it together, the 0% tax bracket, the 10% tax bracket, the 12% and so on, Somebody who thought they were paying 22% taxes may actually be paying 7 or 8% in taxes. So if you can uh, properly assess that, that means you're going to withhold less money out of your checks, which improves your cash flow. Because so many times we see people saying, I'm struggling with cash flow, which is exactly what this person was talking about. So after I explained that, that was kind of an enlightening moment for them. Then we started about, yes, you're pulling money out of your Uh, retirement assets today, you want to stop doing that, and you want to start taking Social Security. So we did the cash flow analysis, and and the result was that we want to actually delay Social Security for both husband and wife as long as possible. And in this particular, because of our analysis, it came out to 68 and 67. And that means up until now, right, from today until those ages, they do have to withdraw money out of their retirement assets. Well, long story short is they not only had qualified retirement assets, they also had some Roth IRA money, and they also had some cash sitting in savings accounts and money market accounts and things like that. So, again, traditional wisdom is and conditioning, traditional conditioning by financial advisors is do not touch your IRA assets until age 70 and a half when you are required to take those minimum distributions are what we call unconventional wisdom and conditioning is, let's get to them, balance it, right? Take some from your cash bucket, take some from your Roth bucket, take some of from your traditional IRA bucket today to make sure we're covering that $6,000 a month expense and delay social security. And then when we get out to those ages, let's turn on social security, reduce the amount that we're withdrawing, But you also have to understand because of the strategy we just talked about, Joe, is we probably have reduced the principal balance in the IRA, the traditional IRA. So when it does come time to take the required minimum distribution, we're required to take less, which again means less taxes. So by doing this type of a strategy, we're able to kind of get everything accomplished where we're meeting their $6,000 monthly budget uh, routinely, confidently we're being incredibly tax efficient, we're improving our future taxation, and we're improving the amount of social security benefit that we get over time, which then bolsters up the survivorship benefit. So somebody who walked through our door, who was basically the complete opposite through this education process, through this illustration process, was now able to see that through analysis, We came up with the best best math equation, and it made full sense to them. And they asked the question, they started asking questions. And some of the questions that they asked Joe was, How come my financial advisor didn't tell me this? And I said, Well, that's certainly a question for your financial advisor, which is the same I would say to our audience. Then a question came up Well, how does my investment portfolio look? And because my financial advisor adjusted it accordingly for market conditions, so we would be much more protected. Well, they went from about a 60-40 split of equity stocks and bonds to 20% stock, 80% bonds. The challenge we had with that was twofold. One, with potential interest rates rising, having that much in long-term duration bonds, maybe not the best idea because of interest rate risk. As interest rates rise, value of bonds come down. So we talked a little bit about that. But then the other peculiar thing is they had a big portion of their bond money sitting in tax-free municipal bonds. So if you're in a pretty much 1%, 2 3% tax bracket, we don't see any true benefit of owning tax-free municipal bonds. I'd rather just own the municipal bonds where I'll get a higher return, not because I'm not going to have to worry about the taxes. So, as again, we brought all this to light. It really created a ton of questions. And ultimately, they decided that they wanted to do business with us. They asked us because they could see the value that we created.
2: And we hope everybody enjoyed listening and tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show right here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. One quick reminder, tax efficiency in retirement. Two workshops next week, Tuesday the 29th at 7 p.m. at the East Coventry Township Building in Pottstown, and then Wednesday the 30th at 7, uh, we'll be at the Horsham Library on Babylon Road uh, in Horsham. Uh, You can call 1-800-516-5861, and please remember, all of the workshops done by David, Karen, and Brett are complimentary, and if you Do anything by coming to the workshop. I give you this one unconditional guarantee, my friends. You will leave the workshop uh, educated. You will leave uh, with some information that you didn't know uh, when you arrived. Plus, you'll have a good time. Uh, while you are there that's going to do it for this week's edition of roadmap to retirement the radio show here on talk radio 1210 WPHT. wphd on behalf of david Bazaar, on behalf of karen Bazaar, and of course uh brad elam i'm joe kraus see you next time everybody
0: this program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of wphd or its management